0: Senator Haggerty, thank you for joining us on the morning show. How are you?
1: I'm I'm good as always. It's great to be with you and all of our listeners there, particularly in West Tennessee and Memphis today.
0: Thank you again. We've played some of the audio of your trip to the southern border, your conversation with Martin Walls, the Eagle Pass rancher. I want you to share with our listeners what you saw along with the delegation that you took down south and the real consequences this is having, having on real, real Americans.
1: I will do, Ben. First, let me just say this. I've, I've been to our border in California. I've been to our border in Arizona. I've been multiple times now to the border in Texas. This is the worst I have seen it. This is the worst I've seen it. But this has been precipitated since January of 2021 when Joe Biden came into office and collapsed all of the things that President Trump had done to deliver the most secure border that we've seen in my lifetime. Biden did all of that. He's precipitated just an avalanche of human carnage down there. And I'll tell you what I saw on Martin Wall's ranch. He's got a ranch that has, it's a large cattle ranch that no longer operates because the coyotes and the cartels send these people across. These are not people that they're sending in, by the way, to present themselves for asylum. Those people show up, they get their names taken down, they get uh, you know clothing, they get a cash, they get a ticket, to, uh, whether it be by train or by bus or by plane, wherever they want to go into the interior of the United States, they get the white glove Joe Biden treatment. You know, they're treated better than many mm-hmm. the Americans. They're kicking kids out of schools in New York City to accommodate these people. They're putting them in the hotels. No, no. These are the people that are the so-called, quote, gotaways. They're the ones that are coming through Martin's Ranch. you got to wonder why are they there. They're cutting his fence every night. He said, I've just stopped trying to repair it. I can't run cattle here anymore. His livelihood is gone. He told me the other day he found 15 Syrians on his property. What are 15 Syrians doing? Well, obviously, they're oh, not God. here to claim asylum. Otherwise, they would have gone through the Joe Biden white glove treatment. They're here for another reason. He said his wife woke him one morning early. She could hear something in the kitchen. He grabbed his pistol. He walked out into the kitchen. 20 adult age, ad- I'm sorry, adult military age men, he told me, were standing in his kitchen, eating out of his refrigerator When he told them to leave, they told him that he'd run out of beer to go get them some more. This is an American, a fifth-generation rancher on that property, being told to get out of his own house, out of his way, go get him, go get them beer. These are people that have broken into his home. He's now been told by Customs and Border Patrol and local law enforcement that his children, his 18-year-old daughter, his son I met, between 10 and 12 years old, they shouldn't go out on the property unless they're armed or unless they're with somebody who is armed. This is just a disgrace that Americans are being subjected to this, and you've really got to wonder, who are these people that are coming in illegally? And then i tell you one more thing I saw. It was getting dusk, and the the, the rancher said, look over in the horizon there. You're going to start to see some blue lights uh, blinking shortly. Sure enough, uh, we start seeing blue lights. The blue lights are blinking. He said, those are comfort stations, paid for with our own tax dollars. These comfort stations are set up by the U.S. government. They've got Telephone charging stations there, water, and sometimes food. I said, why do they have phone charging stations there? He said, the Coyotes bring in these people illegally. These, again, the Godaways. they bring these people in and use pin drops on GPS systems. They've got to keep their phone charged so they can find their way to pick up their illegal ride or to hop on the train that runs through Martin's property and use that to get into the interior of the country. Mm-hmm. This whole thing is a criminal operation. The southern border has been completely seeded. To the cartels at the northern border of Mexico. They control our border right now, not the United States of America.
0: And as horrible as Martin's story is, and the fact that you're highlighting that is so important, it has not ended in his death, which is not the story of Lakeland, Lake Riley, excuse me, that 22 year old nursing student down in Georgia. And yes. as you pointed out, it was completely avoidable. This tragedy, it's why you brought a couple different amendments providing resources to deport said illegal immigrants, this Athens resident as the AP is calling him. But this is how the Democrats are spinning this. Here is Congresswoman Katie Porter on this college student's death. Take a listen to this. Want to get your response in cut number four.
1: Well, I think when a
0: horrible tragedy like, like this happens, I think whenever we're dealing um, with violent crime, there is a sense of outrage, of sadness, and of loss. But I think the important thing to focus on is any one instance shouldn't shape our overall immigration policy. I mean, Senator, what oh a callous God. thing to oh my
1: say. God. I, I can't believe how heartless these Democrats are. They just continue to look the other way while this carnage occurs in our country. That young lady is somebody's daughter. That young lady may be somebody's girlfriend or sister. And she was killed by somebody that got in here illegally, somebody from Venezuela. You know, we don't have good information on people from Venezuela. You're not supposed to be allowed into this country if you're a terrorist or, or if you're a criminal. But the presumption that the Biden administration is forced is we don't have any good information. We presume you're okay. Let you come in. Well, guess what? The guy gets his ticket to New York City, breaks the law up there. He gets thrown in jail, but again, New York City is a sanctuary city. Don't forget this. New York City is a sanctuary city, so they turn him loose, no cash bail, put him right back out on the street. They don't call ICE, which is what they should do, but they don't enforce the border laws in New York City because they're a sanctuary city. This guy gets out, comes to Georgia, commits another crime, this time far more heinous than the first crime that we know about in New York, this time resulting in this girl's life. This is a combination of Democrat policies that are resulting in carnage in America taking young Americans' lives, and we absolutely need to use this as a reason and a rationale to stop this, to change our immigration policy, to bring it back to what worked under President Trump. That's why I hope that this trip that Joe Biden is taking today is because he's waking up. He's hearing stories like Martin Walls, like uh, this, this young girl in Georgia. He's hearing these stories. The public is certainly, certainly upset about it. Perhaps we will see some action from him now. All he has to do is go back to the policies that President Trump instituted that were working. As painful as it is for Joe Biden to admit President Trump was right, it's time for him to do that.
0: And the Border Patrol Union down south, they're they're not buying it. Here's the statement they released when President Biden announced he was taking this trip to the border. They said, Joe Biden doesn't give one crap about fixing the border. We wish he would just go to the zoo, eat ice cream and feed the animals. He likely wouldn't know the difference anyway at least something useful would be accomplished. Too little, too late, Joe. So here's my question to you. Are Americans waking up? Because the question we've asked you multiple times, and I think you are one of the only elected officials talking about this, there's no reason or logic to let our southern border be wide open and let these very dangerous people into the country unless it's all about retaining power. Is this what this is all about? Because otherwise it doesn't make sense on its face.
1: This is all you need to know. I put forward legislation that would make it clear that only citizens can be counted for the purpose of allocating congressional districts and electoral votes. Right now, the way it works, illegal immigrants are counted for the purposes of allocating congressional seats across the country for the purposes of, the cal- of allocating electoral votes for the presidential race. You think about the states that are losing population right now, losing citizens, I might add. There are states like California, Illinois, New York. Back to our earlier conversation, where have they located the sanctuary cities? New York, Chicago, Los Angeles, San Francisco. This is an effort, once these people have in- entered our country, broken into our country illegally, where are they most likely to go? they most most likely to go to the place where the border laws will not be enforced. immigration laws will not be enforced just like this guy who broke out and went to new york and um was released immediately without being handed over to ice as he should have been after committing the crime that he did in new york city this is what's happening they are using illegal immigrants as a means to retain power they want to hold on to those congressional seats we in fact have a brooklyn congressman a u.s congressman from brooklyn she's in fact from that district that lost their school. Remember they kicked the kids out of school and said, we're going to put the illegal migrants in the school. Yeah, Kids are going to have to start studying from Zoom. That's her district. She wants these illegal immigrants there to retain her district. She said it on film. We got it. This is the incentive. This is the motivation. If you think about it, every crime needs to have a motive. We know what the crime is at our southern border. The motive is power, just as you said, and they will not let this see the light of day. They've done everything they can to block my legislation. I'm going to keep pushing it every single day, but we've got to get control of the Senate to make this happen this and to shut
0: it off. All right. Going to leave it there. Actually, joining us next is Glenn Jacobs, who went to the border with you. So we'll pick up the conversation on the other side. Senator, thank you for fighting the good fight. And thanks for joining us this morning with that report. Certainly. All right.